Level one is demonstrating knowledge and understanding of the sources of data. And this includes data gathering and the analysis of this data. So you must know if you're, if you're gathering and analyzing data, you must know what methods you're using for collection, where you're collecting it from, how you're analyzing it and how you're storing this data. Data management as a competency is one that quite often shows up on referral reports. So please don't take this competency lightly. First of all, if you're going to be using data as part of your APC, you've got to ask yourself, what data do you need? Don't just go off willy-nilly and just collect data for the sake of it. Ask, what data do you need? And plan how you're going to collect it. And this leads us on to ask yourself, what do you need the data for? And what is the data source? And what format is the data in? Is the data reliable? And can you verify that the data is accurate and a true representation of whatever it is the data is collected for and from? Next, you've got to be clear what you're going to do with the data. If you're going to be analysing it, it's always best to have a method for analysis before you even collect the data. What you've got to be careful of, especially for your APC, is analysing data for the sake of it. Have a clear plan why you want to analyse the data and what results are you seeking from the analysis of the data. The analysis may not reveal the results you want, but you want the data to show you a clear outcome to your analysis. So therefore, you must have a methodology behind your analysis. And how are you going to present the data? If you're going to present it graphically, is the graph readable? Is it useful? And how does it fit in in the context of the APC? I hear a lot of candidates talk about handouts and in 2020, where RICS are conducting remote APC assessments, the handout must be emailed. But in the past, when it's been face-to-face -face assessing, there's nothing worse than meaningless graphs, graphs you can't read, or graphs just for the sake of it. So have a really good think. How are you going to present the data? What do you want the data to show? And again, please don't use graphs just for the sake of it. Use graphs to illustrate a certain point. You need to know why, how, and for how long you need to keep data for. Your first point of call for this will be your employer's data protection and data retention policy. So know your employer's policy for this. And also know any legal requirements for data retention. If you're using databases and software that manage data as part of your work, please know how it works, such as CAFM systems for facilities management. Know the context in which you're managing data and the actual mechanics, because if you start mentioning CAFM systems in your APC submissions, the chances are you're going to be asked a question about them. So if you're referring to data and any software in your written submissions, make sure, one, you're actually using it, and two, you understand how it works. If you're using BIM, 
understand how it works. Don't just refer to it in your written submissions. But if you're using it in conjunction with contracts, know how it refers to contracts. And make sure you have the up-to-date knowledge, such as the NEC4 contracts refers to BIM as information modelling, not BIM. So don't forget, if you're using BIM in a contractual format, make sure you're up-to-date and knowledgeable about the contract you're using BIM within. In terms of data management legislation, this has got to be related in the country in which you practice. I practice in the UK, so we're going to use the United Kingdom legislation as an example. But wherever in the world you're working, make sure you know the legislation and understand it. An example of this is in the United Kingdom, the Data Protection Act 2018 controls how your personal information is used by organisations, businesses and the government. And the Data Protection Act 2018 is the UK's implementation of the General Data Protection Regulation, which was brought in by the European Union. And this is more commonly known as GDPR. Under GDPR, as implemented by the Data Protection Act 2018, everybody responsible for using personal data has to follow strict rules called the Data Protection Principles. And this is to make sure the information is used fairly, lawfully and transparently, used in a way that's adequate, relevant and limited to only what is necessary, used for specified, explicit purposes, is accurate and if needed kept up to date, is kept for no longer than is necessary and handled in a secure way, including protection against unlawful or unauthorised processing, access, loss, destruction or damage. And there's stronger legal protections for more sensitive information, such as on ethnicity, race, your political opinions, genetics, biometrics for identification, health and sex life or orientation. And the separate safeguards for personal data relating to criminal convictions and offences. Under the Data Protection Act 2018, you have got a right to find out what information the government and any other organisations stores about yourself. And this gives you the right to be informed how your data is being used, access personal data, have correct data updated, have data erased, stop or restrict the processing of your data, the portability of your data, and object in certain circumstances to how data is processed. Now, turn this on its head and think about anybody you collect and process and keep data on, they have the right in the United Kingdom to ask you, or your employer, all those questions. So that's why data protection is so important. Now, going back to GDPR, it is a European Union regulation. So in principle, it won't apply to the UK from the end of the transition period that ends on the 31st of December 2020. However, if you operate inside the United Kingdom, you'll need to comply with the Data Protection Act and any subsequent legislation. Now, currently, the government intends to incorporate the GDPR 
into UK data protection law from the end of the transition period in 2020. So in practice, there's going to be very little change to the core data protection principles after the end of the transition period. However, it's worth noting that the EU version of the GDPR may also still apply if you operate outside of the United Kingdom in Europe or offer goods or services to individuals in Europe or monitor the behaviour of individuals in the European Union. And also the GDPR will still apply to any organisations in Europe that you send data to from the United Kingdom. So you need to agree with them and decide how you're going to transfer any personal data to the EU or to the UK from the EU in line with GDPR. So think about the personal data you're collecting as part of your APC. Staff records, visitor records, contractor records, photographs, CCTV footage, health records, the list goes on. And think about what degree these need to be protected under legislation and also how your employer applies this government legislation.